Hello, and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Krull, and you're listening to episode 72 of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about our neighbors to the north, as long as you're in the United States, that is, and that is the Canada Pavilion, located over at Epcot at Walt Disney World. In particular, we're going to be talking about the history of this pavilion, as well as the attraction that was there for most of the pavilion's existence, which was O Canada. And I'll also share with you a little bit of information about the new show you can find over at this pavilion, which is called Canada Far and Wide. Of course, I'll also include a binaural recording, both of the Martin Short version of O Canada and the modern version of Canada Far and Wide. At the end of the show, I'll come back and tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all your favorite social media channels and how you can help to inspire and create the future of this show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. When Epcot opened in 1982, Walt Disney Imagineering divided the park into two halves. Future World, which would be located at the front of the park and focus on the innovations being made today for a brighter tomorrow, and World Showcase, which would be located in the back of the park and act as a kind of World's Fair, where guests could wander around a series of pavilions highlighting the culture and cuisine of nearly a dozen countries from around the globe. In addition, the Imagineers decided that these pavilions would employ real citizens of those countries who would act as cultural representatives of their native lands, creating a more authentic experience and enabling guests to hear from those who live in their respective countries. When World Showcase first opened, nine countries were represented, including Mexico, China, Germany, Italy, the United States, also called the American Adventure Pavilion, Japan, France, the United Kingdom, and Canada. In 1984, Morocco was built between the Japan and France pavilions, and in 1988, Norway was built between Mexico and China. Assuming you're entering the park from the main entrance, your journey into World Showcase begins with one of two countries, Mexico or Canada. While many guests think this organization of pavilions might be random, it's actually very purposeful and incredibly clever as Mexico and Canada each border the United States. This really makes it feel like you're beginning a walk around the world, leaving the United States behind and traveling over the northern border to Canada or over the southern border to Mexico. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing our neighbor to the north, Canada, and the nation's pavilion at Epcot, which has been a part of the park's history since October 1st, 1982. The Canada Pavilion consists of one major restaurant, Le Cellier, an outdoor popcorn cart, two merchandise stores, The Trading Post and Northwest Mercantile, merchandise kiosks, a beautiful garden called Victoria Gardens, which is inspired by the Bouchard Gardens in British Columbia, and the pavilion's main attraction, a 360-degree circle vision film called Canada Far and Wide, at least as of the recording of this podcast episode. One of the most defining features of the Canada Pavilion is its sheer beauty, and that has much to do with its Ontario, British Columbia, and Northern Territory influence. The main symbol and tallest structure in the pavilion, the Hotel du Canada, houses Le Cellier and is inspired by the Fairmont Chateau Laurier in Ottawa, Ontario. 
The original Canadian structure, built between 1909 and 1912, was commissioned by Charles Melville Hayes, president of the Grand Trunk Railway, and constructed across the street from Ottawa's downtown Union Station, connected by an underground tunnel. While it's not the most famous monument in Canada, the icon serves as an appropriate landmark for Epcot's Canada Pavilion, welcoming travelers and inviting guests to stay for a while as they explore the pavilion's attractions. Adjacent to the entrance to Le Cellier is the pavilion's Victoria Gardens, which are inspired by the Bouchart Gardens near Victoria, British Columbia. Located in Brentwood Bay, these Canadian gardens are not only a major tourist attraction in Western Canada, but also a large part of the nation's history, welcoming visitors from around the globe since 1907. The site has also been designated a National Historic Site of Canada. Meanwhile, the merchandise locations on the far northern part of the pavilion are appropriately inspired by the Northern Territories. Inside and out, the buildings feature a dark, rustic wooden design that feels like a Canadian twist on Disney's Wilderness Lodge. And adjacent to the stores is a series of three totem poles, each 30 feet tall, or 9 meters if we're sticking to the metric system used in Canada, that depict traditional folklore told by indigenous tribes of the northwest coasts. Ironically, one of the three totem poles, or only one of the three totem poles, is made of real wood. And that pole was carved by an Alaskan artist, David A. Boxley, a member of the Shimshian indigenous tribe in the northwest. As a whole, the Canada Pavilion captures not only the cultural and architectural beauty of the nation, but also its natural beauty, which makes the country's pavilion rather unique. Adding to the complexity of this part of World Showcase, even the architecture of the pavilion structures combines traditional and urban designs. In short, if you explore the entire pavilion, you'll have experienced components of a major city, a beautiful garden, a traditional village, and the Canadian Rocky Mountains all within a very small footprint. It's only fitting given the vast diversity of the real nation. Of course, many guests who visit the Canada Pavilion will eventually make their way to the very back of the pavilion to explore the Circle Vision tour of the real country. Originally called O Canada, the film made its debut on October 1st, 1982, and was not updated until September 1st, 2007, 25 years later. Amazingly, the attraction actually goes back to 1967, long before Epcot opened, when Walt Disney Productions partnered with Canadian director Robert Barclay to create a 22-minute Circle Vision documentary for the International World's Fair held in Montreal as part of the country's centennial celebration. The film was part of the fair's telephone pavilion and took guests through 80 scenes that featured Canadian landscapes, cities, and activities, including a bobsled run at the Quebec Winter Carnival, a flight over Niagara Falls, an ice hockey game, the Calgary Stampede, and more. When the Imagineers were designing O Canada, which was mostly filmed in 1981, they drew a great deal of inspiration from the 1967 film to create the new Circle Vision show. In the 1982 version of O Canada, guests experienced an 18-minute presentation that featured two narrators providing a somewhat traditional and formal tour of Canada. The tour covered a majority of the Canadian provinces, including scenes that featured in no particular order, the Maritimes, winter sports in Canada like ice sledding and hockey, the Rideau Canal in Ottawa, Toronto, the Rocky Mountains, Montreal, Canada's natural wildlife, the Calgary Stampede, Quebec City, and more. The original version concluded with an original song, Canada, Your Lifetime Journey, which was written by Robert Moline, and for those of you who might have listened to previous episodes, he is the same artist who wrote Golden Dream and Listen to the Land, and performed by John Zove and Junis Charmaine. Before we continue to the 2007 version of O Canada, I'd love to play a brief clip of the original version, including a taste of the original song, which is my mom's favorite song from Epcot when we went to the parks in the early 1990s. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this nostalgic look back at O Canada. Journey with us now through the color and the contrast of our magnificent land, where the past and the future are an inseparable part of the present.
seen everything about it. Some of us still are to waters like our fathers did. And our sons will be some. We live by the tides, too. Especially around Fundy Bay, where they can run dirty 40 feet below water to lie. Up here, we've known to see in some way proud ships. But there's none prouder than our own. As you can probably tell from this brief clip, the original version of the attraction was rather formal and tapped into the educational roots of the early days of Epcot. In 2007, the film then received a major update, in large part because the original film was created independent of any Canadian influence, and the Canadian Tourism Commission felt that well, there was a better way to represent the nation. In a collaborative effort to drive Canadian tourism, the Walt Disney Imagineers partnered with this agency to update the film. Part of the change called for updated show scenes, especially since the attraction had not been changed in 25 years. Although not every scene was updated, outdated sequences were removed, and Disney added a scene or two to show a modern look at Canada's cities. A more significant change to the attraction was its shift in tone. Although it remained an educational show, the Canadian Tourism Commission wanted to provide a bit more flair, authenticity, and perhaps even humor to the new film. As a result, the Walt Disney Imagineers selected Martin Short, a comedy legend raised in Hamilton, Ontario, to narrate the new attraction. In addition, they brought on Bruce Broughton, who wrote the scores to Timekeeper, Spaceship Earth, Soarin' Around the World, and more, to compose new music for the film. As you'll soon hear, the combination of these changes produced a much more light-hearted and entertaining film that still helped advocate for Canadian tourism, but in a much more authentic, Canadian-approved way. 
For the end of the film, the Imagineers also decided on an update to the original theme, Canada, Your Lifetime Journey, but rather than change the song completely, they simply rearranged the composition and hired Eva Avila, the 2006 winner of Canadian Idol, to sing the attraction's theme. So at this point, I'd love to take you with me to experience this version of O Canada, which was available at Epcot from September 1st, 2007 through August 1st, 2019. Like other binaural audio recordings, using headphones or earbuds will produce the most realistic 360 degree experience, but speakers should also do the trick. After this recording, we'll come back and I'll talk a bit more about the most recent version of the attraction. Until then, enjoy your journey through Canada with Martin Short. Hi, how are you? Excuse me? Its frozen landscape is dotted with eagles. Uh, hello, uh, 
Homes for the vast majority of Canadians. Would someone please just stop and the polar bears prowl the permafrost? Stop the movie! Sorry to interrupt, but everything he said is wrong. You're completely wrong. I am. I mean, have you ever been to Canada? Mm, technically, no. Uh huh. You know, you know. I think that these good people deserve to hear from someone who knows the true Canada, someone who loves Canada, who grew up there. Is Celine Dion here? No, Celine Dion is not here. <laughs> I'm referring to myself, Martin Short. Hello. Raised in Hamilton, Ontario. Fine. I'll just go to the France Pavilion, Phil, where they appreciate an invisible narrator. Thank you. <laughs> That's French. Now, I can show you the real Canada. My Canada. And there's lots to see. So let's go, shall we? You're thinking, but Marty, those are un-American, and you'd be half right. This half, however, is in Canada, the spectacular Horseshoe Falls. Now, from one natural wonder to another, check out the Bay of Funday in New Brunswick, the largest tide in the world. Now, this is low tide, obviously, when you can actually walk on the seafloor. But at high tide, you'd be 50 feet underwater. So time your walks very carefully, okay? From the east coast, we zoom across six time zones to the west coast. So keep your hands and feet inside the country at all times. Vancouver Island's spectacular Bouchard Gardens, inspiring visitors from around the world for over 100 years.
treasure nature and the great outdoors. And with such colorful small towns as Moose Jaw and Medicine Hat, some people might think we're rustic backwards folks. But in fact, most Canadians live in cities. Come on, I'll show you. Here's beautiful Victoria, British Columbia. The architecture of this charming city is so inspired by its British heritage that you would swear you were in England. Victoria's nearest neighbor is Vancouver. This diverse cosmopolitan city is nestled between a rainforest, coastal mountains, and the Pacific Ocean. It's also home to Canada's exciting film industry. Now that's talent. Next stop is Calgary, gateway to the Rocky Mountains, where sophisticated city living is right around the corner from outdoor adventure. And if you visit in July, don't forget to pack your chaps and spurs.
Niagara Falls again. We've come full circle, and sadly, our journey is coming to an end. Well, I just hope you enjoyed your tour of my Canada, but there's nothing like the real thing. So just walk outside the theater, hook a left toward that big silver ball, and keep walking due north. You can't miss it. Just tell them Marty sent you. Now, now how, how do I get out of here? Because I have a fast pass for Soren. You can miss it. I need help. <laughs> Welcome back, travelers. I hope you enjoyed your journey across my Canada. Please gather all of your personal belongings and exit out those open arms to my right. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the rest of your time here in Epcot. That was kind of cool. I like the show. I'm going to miss it. On January 17, 2020, Disney then debuted an entirely new film for this pavilion, now called Canada Far and Wide. This new show was one of the first new attractions in Epcot's multi-year transformation, and like Bob Chapek announced at the D23 Expo in 2019, it was a change that would make Epcot, quote, more Disney, more family, more timeless, and more relevant, end quote. In a way, the new changes actually made the attraction feel more Epcot. Like the original version, the new film was updated to include two narrators, Catherine O'Hara, who many Disney fans might know as Kate McAllister, Kevin's mom from Home Alone, and Sally from The Nightmare Before Christmas, among many other famous films, and Eugene Levy, who also has had a very long successful career in the movie industry. Of course, both of these actors were born in Canada, Catherine's from Toronto and Eugene is from Hamilton, just like Martin Short, which keeps with the show's authenticity and amazingly, I find that their banter and speaking style somehow makes the narration feel a bit like Horizons. As you listen back, you might notice the same. For music, Disney also updated the score to the film, this time tapping Andrew Lockington to update the music for the show. Andrew is not only a Canadian, born in Burlington, Ontario, but he's also worked on quite a few blockbuster films, including San Andreas and the 2008 rendition of Journey to the Center of the Earth. To further update the show and increase its authenticity, the Walt Disney Imagineers partnered with various Canadian cinematographers to film new sequences in Circle Vision 360, including shots of Whistler, Quebec City, Okanagan, and the Canadian's wine country. In addition, they updated the film to digital, providing a crisper visual and audio experience. And at the finale of the show, Disney also kept the 2007 Eva Avila rendition of Canada Your Lifetime Journey, but they updated the composition to provide a new sound for the pavilion's theme. In terms of story, the Imagineers created what I believe is the best version yet, even with it now being the shortest version of the attraction at less than 12 minutes long. The film is no longer a formal tour or a casual summary of the country. Instead, it can be seen as more of a love letter, written and performed by proud Canadians who simply want to showcase why they love their country and why people should consider making a visit. As someone who has been to various parts of Canada a number of times, I found the film really inspired me to want to take a trip back to this part of the world, and perhaps I'll finally even get to the west coast of Canada, which is one of the territory's highest on my list right now. Either way, I'm sure I'll be back to experience Canada far and wide on a future visit to Epcot. And now, let's take a trip back to Epcot to experience Canada far and wide. As with the previous version, this audio was shot in binaural 360 degree audio, so you'll find the experience to be best when using headphones or earbuds. No matter which device you use, I encourage you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this inspiring tour of Canada.
Welcome to our Circle Vision 360 Theater. For your comfort, we provided lean rails before your safety. Please do not sit, stand, or swing on the lean rails. And if you do need to exit during the presentation at any time, you may do so by using the doors opposite to those you have entered. So the doors on my right. And as a courtesy to those around you, please refrain from flash photography and video recording. And now I'd love to proudly present Canada Far and Wide. Legend says the word Canada comes from Kanata, the Huron-Iroquois word for village. And although those early villages have grown into our modern provinces, Canada has remained a cultural mosaic, a place where you can keep and nurture your language and traditions while embracing the future. All of which has made Canada one of the most diverse modern and natural places on the globe. So settle in as we take you on a journey far and wide across five regions, six time zones, and 5,700 miles. Or as we like to say in Canada, 9,300 kilometers. Because we have the metric system up here, you know. We begin on the East Coast in Nova Scotia with one of our true Canadian treasures, the Blue Nose. She not only looks impressive, she can move too. The Blue Nose was once the world's fastest racing schooner. The Atlantic provinces are well known for their historical towns and traditions, as well as some of the most musical Canadian accents you'll find anywhere in the country. Just west of the Atlantic in central Canada, you'll hear lots of French accents because French is an official language spoken here. Quebec City is one of North America's oldest metropolises, a perfect blending of old world meets new. Its southern neighbor, Montreal, blends over 350 years of multicultural heritage with stunning architecture. And it's the second largest French-speaking city internationally after Paris. Natural Mall, both cities offer lots for you to explore and discover. 
matter where you travel throughout the country, one thing you'll discover is that Canadians thrive on and embrace the public exploration of art, theatre, dance and music. Just west of Montreal is our nation's capital city, Ottawa, a city of museums, festivals, and celebrations. Oh, and in the winter, don't miss your chance to ice skate on the Rideau Canal. Always a good time. The Thousand Islands Suspension Bridge straddles Canada and the United States across the St. Lawrence River. It's just one of our many natural U.S.-Canadian connections. Niagara Falls is another. And as any self-respecting Canadian will tell you, our falls are bigger than the American falls. But they're both really spectacular. That's true. Continuing west of our way bigger falls is the provincial capital, the great city of Toronto. One of the largest cities in North America, and in my opinion, one of Canada's best. Did I mention I'm from there? Did I mention the Toronto Raptors? The North has made history! Let's move on to our third region, the Prairie Provinces. With the Rocky Mountains on one side and the prairies on the other, Calgary is absolutely gorgeous and one of today's most exciting modern cities. Cowboy hats are proper dinner attire in a region where horse and ranch culture still thrive. As does the annual Calgary Stampede, the spectacle has been charging along for over a hundred years. Just outside Calgary, the great outdoors become even greater, with activities for every skill and thrill level. And I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge our deep love of a hot For many Canadians, it's a way of life. And a way of life for our dentists, too. <laughs> I have to admit, in Canada, things can get pretty wild. Actually, very wild. continues to the West Coast and British Columbia. The Okanagan Valley is home to two very different environments. The valley's temperate climate is ideal for growing grapes in our wine country. And you'll also find Canada's only desert region. Yes, Canada actually has a desert. your coats because we're heading toward the snowy peaks of Whistler. At Whistler Mountain you'll find opportunities for almost every winter sport imagined. Say, are you a fan of heliskiing? Heli, yes. As long as I'm not the one doing it. Fortunately, it's just one of the many ways to experience these majestic mountains which were home to much of the 2010 Vancouver Olympics. And this is Vancouver, tucked right next to the Pacific Ocean. There's more vitality and culture here than you can shake a Canadian maple leaf at. Trees that have been nurtured by Canada's indigenous people for centuries. 
Canada is home to numerous First Nations peoples, a wonderful portrait of multicultural diversity. Our fifth and final region is the North, divided into Yukon, Northwest Territories, and Nunavut. For countless generations of families, this majestic home has provided a traditional lifestyle. just a glimpse of our Canada far and wide. We hope you know now why we love it so much. Not just for the natural beauty, but for the people who make it so special. And the best way to really know this country is to experience it yourself. So come visit our Canada. We'd, We'd love, love to have you.
And with that, we close out episode 72 of the Imagineer podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening back to the history of the Canada Pavilion at Epcot. It has been there since opening day, and we're now on the third version of the Circle Vision 360 movie, and for the first time, they changed the name to Canada Far and Wide. Of course, I want to hear all your thoughts about the Canada Pavilion, about this show at Canada, as well as the other Epcot pavilions. So my question to you is, what do you think of the attractions at Canada? Do you have a favorite between the original O Canada, the Martin Short version of O Canada, or the most recent version, Canada Far and Wide, which is your favorite? And of all the pavilions at Epcot's World Showcase, which country's pavilion is your favorite and why? You can send me your feedback and answers in, as always, so many different ways, and perhaps the easiest way is to reach out to me on social media. You can find Imagineer Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us on Twitter at Imagineer News. You can even find us on TikTok and LinkedIn, both those places at Imagineer Podcast. And I would encourage you to join our Facebook group, The Imagination, also called The Imagineer Podcast, Disney fan community, where you can converse not just with me, but with other listeners in this community about Canada, about Epcot, and about all other things related to anything Disney. You can also send me an email at imagineerpodcast at gmail.com if you want to leave me your feedback in a more personal way. Um, And if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, I would certainly encourage you to hit that subscribe button. Whether you're listening in the Apple Podcast Store, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast app, hitting the subscribe button. Make sure you are the first to know when new podcast episodes become available, including some potential bonus episodes I might throw in there throughout the year. And one of the best things you could do for the podcast is to share it. Whether you share out this episode or any other episode of the show, imagine your podcast as a whole, or if you just tag us or talk about us or the podcast or anything else Disney related, um, just leave a tag on Instagram or Facebook in an Instagram or Facebook story or post. Tag Imagine Your Podcast so I can see it. I I would love to converse with you about all things Disney and every share does so much. Even if you just talk to your friends about Imagine Your Podcast, it does so very much to help support this show. Another amazing thing you can do is to leave us a rating and a review in the Apple Podcast Store. We have maintained a five-star rating with about 300 reviews, and I'm so grateful to all of you for continuing to support Imagineer Podcast in this way. It does so much for us, whether you take one second to leave us a rating or 30 to 60 seconds to write a review about the show. I always enjoy reading them, and I'm so grateful to all of you who have rated and reviewed the show before. And if you would like to take your love of Imagine Your Podcast to the next level and get some premium content that's not otherwise available, be sure to look into the Imagine Your Society. We've actually recently revamped it, and there's a lot more perks that are now involved with this, and all of it goes to help to support the show so very much. I always want to thank all of the Imagine Your Society members out there. Thank you all so very much for continuing to contribute to Imagine Your Podcast. And I do want to give a special shout out to a few new Imagineer Society members, including Lacey Lamarck, Becca Luckett, and Lindsay White. Thank you all so much for joining our sorcerer tier of Imagineer Society. For any of you listening who are not part of this group, I would encourage you to visit patreon.com slash Podcast to learn how you can get some premium content related to the show, including live Q&As in a small group setting, group video calls with me and other members of Imagineer Society, early access to podcast episodes, weekly podcast episodes not otherwise available uh, to the general public, um, and other bonus content. You can learn more about it again by going to patreon.com slash Podcast. Even if you donate just a dollar a month, it does so much to help this community and i'm so very grateful as always to all of our imagineer society members i would also encourage you to visit our partners first check out christy over at the kingdom insider you can find the kingdom insider on any social media platform especially facebook instagram and twitter Um, they're also on linkedin you can also visit thekingdominsider.com to read incredible news and blog articles and thought pieces about all things disney Christy lives close to the magic, visits Walt Disney World very frequently, attends media events, and has a lot of great information to share as a lifelong Disney fan 
and Disney historian. So check her out over at The Kingdom Insider and be sure to check out Academy Travel. They are a diamond earmarked in, uh, travel agency. They're actually uh, the number one travel agency for Disney, recognized by Disney for their level of service. They've been helping to plan Disney vacations for the last 25 years, quarter century, and they do it all free to you. They can actually help you to save money on a future Disney trip. They do it with an incredible level of service and it's very easy to get a free quote from them. No obligation. All you have to do is click on any of the links in the podcast description of this episode to get a free quote for Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, Aulani, or any other Disney destination. If you click on the links, they'll let them know that uh, Magic Your Podcast sent you and give you a little bit of an extra dose of Disney magic. So be sure to check them out over at Academy Travel. And as always, I want to remind you to go after your dreams, whatever they are. Life's too short to not be happy. Do whatever it is that makes you happiest, that makes you feel the most passionate. I certainly hope you're going after your dreams. If there's anything I could do to help, just let me know. I'd be happy to help you in any way that I can. Remember, as always, that inspiring quote from Horizons. If you can dream it, you can do it. Thanks so much for listening to the show, and we'll see you again in a future episode of Imagineer Podcast. Podcast.